the fire, merry meet, dare to more than dabble. All are welcome at our hearth for a little bonfire babble. Bonfire babble. Welcome to the bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. Hello, everybody. Howdy, howdy. <laughs> Welcome back to the final installment of the Yule series. Yule Part 3. Solstice Feast. Yeah. Oh, we've done it. I had so much fun prepping for this one. So much fun. I got to look at recipes and talk about food magic. Like, yeah. that's my jam. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's literal jam. Literally, sometimes it is. Yes. Yeah. I have a teeny bit of babble. I have, what did they used to call them on the back of the stranger? I have a, I'll call it a bitch and a gratitude, but they called it, do you remember that? on The, the stranger, Don't. everyone, if you're not from Seattle, it was and is a very liberal gay, It's but it's not specifically gay. It's just um, like. Forward thinking and friendly. Yeah. And mean. <laughs> yeah. And and sometimes Dan Savage, who I had a hard time forgiving for something he did a long time ago to somebody that I know. Did I mention I hold grudges? Did Carly mention that in Sagittarius season that Sagittarius's hold grudges? Yeah. And like, he doesn't know who the hell I am. And everybody loves him. And yeah. <laughs> okay. Johnny Cash and I are in a yeah. fight. He has no idea who I am. And he's dead. So. <laughs> Why are you in a fight with Johnny Cash? We don't have time. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> that's that's valid. That's valid. I'm going to have to talk to you offline about it, though. I'm going to start with my bitch so that I can end with my gratitude. And you can talk in between so that I'm not, like, taking up all the air. In the do it. I do not know about anybody else out there, but I am starting to feel like the universe is playing a vinyl record, and it keeps coming to that spot where it skips and skips and skips and does that thing on the vinyl record in the exact same place, and the universe and the planets are like, I'm really enjoying this. It's like a song to me, and they just want to stay there, and we need to stay a little longer. They're like screaming this and loving every moment, and I am so ready to move forward. But the coming new year, we start with a Mercury retrograde. Like <laughs> before 2023 and then into 2023, we are in Mercury retrograde and we're already in the shadow. And oh, my doozy. Am I feeling it like a big time? So anyway, we're supposed to start the new year with like resting and reflection and all those things I usually love about Mercury retrograde because it's an excuse to slow down. But I... I'm just like, I want to be done. You want to be I, doing movement forward, not I do. waiting. Uh, yes. And I feel like, like in Patreon and Instagram, I haven't posted a lot on Instagram because I feel like I will become the record because I've been doing polls and I'm like, I'm going to pull this tarot card or this oracle card and it's going to be new and different and I'm going to share it on Instagram and nope. It's the same old message. And it's like, okay. And then I say, okay, look, I'm I'm asking for the collective, not for me. Nope. Same thing. And it's just like, you little shit. <laughs> if I have to examine, like, or re-examine one more thing or jump into one more shadow journey before anything else happens, I mean, I'm all for the shadow work. I really am. But I am so bored of the shadow work. <laughs> 
and I just want to skip the point of the record and move forward. So um, I'm just saying this out to the universe and everybody who's listening and to Corey right across there. Can you please pick up the needle and move on? I would like a new song. <sighs> okay, there's my rant. I love it. Yes. And I know we're going to have stuff until 2024. And I'm so excited. We're recording with Kana one a little bit later tonight. And I'm very excited uh, to chat with her. I have there- my solar return reading with her on the 30th. And... I notoriously odd numbered years for me are not like the great ones, but uh, 35, big number, big, exciting thing. And I feel like I've already gotten this last week. I've gotten through something that could have dragged out into 2023 and I'm not allowing it to. Oh, wow, Corey. And I'm like feeling really big about it. Not like big, like hoity-toity, but like just I'm feeling really like large and 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 I don't know, uh, like autonomous and good about it. I love those words, autonomous, Thanks. sovereign, sovereignty. Sovereign, that's the word I was yes, trying to find. Yes, there Thank we you. go. Oh, yeah, all of the above. All of the above. Yeah. Oh, wow. What's well, your gratitude? Really cool. My gratitude is... A listener sent me a birthday present. Oh, it was just like so out of the blue and so perfect. And I didn't ask if I could shout out her name, so I I won't. But it it was just I will tell you what it is. Ooh. I got a Sagittarius candle, oh. and I got a purple rain candle, and. Prince is just such a huge part of my daily life and my purple life and my just like life life. And I just, I, I've i been going through a rough time because we do, y'all. Sometimes you go through a rough time and, you know, I'm, yeah, it, yeah. I won't go down that rabbit hole. But it just, um, it just hit me in a way that just like made me so happy. And then my former boss who I love and adore, and she's a theater person and a voiceover person, and it was my part-time gig. She dropped me by this huge medical take-care kit with, like, this fuzzy, wonderful hoodie blanket, which I now want to live in even when I'm completely healthy and well. I love it so much. It's a very cute snuggie. my gosh. And then she and her daughter made me a 3D printed version of their own of this dragon, which I'm definitely going to be putting out there for you to see and socks which I had just ordered more of like socks that you can walk around in the house in and not worry about if they get dirty you know just all the kind of stuff that you need when you're convalescing and it was just great it was great now I feel ready for my bonbons but not really because I don't like bonbons and they'd be really bad for me right now (laughs) I don't think I've ever had a bonbon I you know the closest thing I think I've had is like those ice cream balls of chocolate the little mochi guys well oh are they mochi maybe well, they are i don't know i, don't I love either. the mochi ice creams Those i don't know delicious. what they hurt my teeth but they're worth it oh yeah every i think you can get them at the movie theater y'all what are bonbons oh, now i'm bonbons. <laughs> now i thought i knew but i don't sorry i'm not a 1920s starlet i have no idea yeah. what a bonbon is a bonbon i'm just gonna yeah so that's my bitch and my gratitude and i'm just so grateful well, I have some bevel. I love it. I want to, it's actually gratitudes. Oh, Two nice. gratitudes. Yeah. 
My first gratitude is that one of my friends who I went uh, to hang out with last weekend at a cat cafe, we went and got lunch, we went to a cat cafe. Love cat cafes. We uh, were hanging out and I found out that she listens to the podcast. Oh, wow. And was telling me that she loves it and like was being really nice and sweet. And I just want to say, you know who you are. Thank you very much. And it meant a lot to me, even though it really freaks me out when people I know listen to it, because for some reason that makes me really nervous. Yeah. But I appreciate you, and I think that you're cute and great and nice, and I like you. Uh, so thank you. And let me know when you hear about Sullivan, the cat. My other gratitude is I did a live. Yeah, you did. On Instagram the other day, and it was so fun. I still haven't watched it. It was so fun. Thank you all for coming. Thank you all for showing up and hanging out with me and just letting me be a little self-indulgent about this thing I was doing for myself. And I'm really excited about my dice calendar. Did <laughs> I you can't see start opening it till the 3rd, but I'm very excited. Till January 3rd? Because it's your birthday advent calendar. It's my birthday advent <laughs> calendar. Did you see the comment that was today about your comfort choices from last episode no <laughs> you should get, you should hop on instagram i just saw it just like an hour ago it's really new and they were they were just like yeah that sounded perfect the the meal thing oh well and i just have to say i didn't plan this i swear but that is a perfect segue Great segue. Oh, my gosh, to what we're talking about. I did not get permission to shout out this person's name. Someone wrote to us on Facebook, and we I want to say again, I've said this to them on the Facebook Messenger, but I cannot reiterate enough how thankful I am and how we always encourage this. And they were really open about chatting with me, but still holding their boundaries, which I just respect so much. Hey everyone, this is an incredibly important topic to Corey and I, and that's why I'm popping in after we recorded, because when I edited it, it was just this conversation, 35 minutes long. So Corey and I have decided to release that as a special episode. We both believe that when you can, and if you can afford it, and if you have this privilege, ethically source all of your food, whatever you eat, and that we recognize Capitalism exists in the United States, and it affects historically marginalized and those kept in poverty differently. And I hope you all listen to it when we release it in early January. And now back to our regularly scheduled episode. So should we head to the bonfire? I would love to do that. Okay, I'm really excited about this one. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. Hi. Yeah. I'm really excited too. So what we did is we each brought some recipes and we're going to talk about why they are good, fun, solstice appropriate. Yeah, solstice which is the same time and it's on the 21st. We haven't spoken to Conowin yet. One of our listeners, so, so sweet, Bridget, who, by the way, Bridget, welcome. Hi, well, hi welcome, Bridget. We, yeah, we are so happy to have you here and a new patron. Thank you, thank you. And she offered... So sweetly said, if you need some dates for the early part, I'm not trying to take Conowin's place. And I just want you to know that I just wanted to help out if I could. She was so sweet. So thank you, Bridget. Thank, thank you. Bridget. Thank you. Thank you for thinking uh, of us. Because Yeah. 
we uh yeah it's been a couple it's been a it's been like the last couple weeks have been like the longest year (laughs) they have been (laughs) oh and also bridget talked about how and i can't wait to talk to conowin about this talked about the different ways that you can measure the houses and so the way that she does it it's easier to find her degrees and anyway so we'll be getting into that over on patreon i'm really excited about it because i did some research after that so we're moving into solstice and we're going to talk about food and how we use it to celebrate and nourish and spell work and all that good jazz and you need to know that the planets are being all fucky (laughs) they are just (laughs) shitty right now and saturn is just like fucky fuck fuck i feel (laughs) fucky sounds like a swear that like a third grader would do because they aren't quite sure how to swear yet and i love that Well, I might be. Who knows? We're channeling my my inner self. But like, Scor- the moon is going to be in Scorpio <laughs> and getting ready to go to Sagittarius. But Saturn is there and they're like fighting and they're square. And whenever you see square, it's just, it's bad. At least it is for me. I don't know that it is for everybody, but it is for me. It's conflict so, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's void, of course, on the 20th. Um, I took some notes here. I said, cue the broken record for just a bit because Saturn is coming to beat us up and expose some emotional turmoil and pain. But then, then we get to move and move our bodies and you can pick up the needle off the record yourself, like fuck the universe, and light a fire, write, do a prosperity spell, do a banishing spell, do a blessing. On that note, if music is the balm of your soul, which it totally is for me, and I love incorporating it into celebrations, I have three categories I want you to consider as we are moving into talking about our food. And that is the Siren Witch 29, which we talked about last week. Mm -hmm. It was um, people sent it to me, including Corey, lots of them. And she was so sweet she she wrote back to us and yeah she did on instagram and she is going she's recording uh god resty merry gentle god resty merry pagan folk pagan folk i think that's the one she gets to record and put on spotify and she was just so grateful and so moved and i such a beautiful voice her first find her stuff put it on your yule slash solstice stuff next i want you to consider reaching back into everything you love traditional non-traditional whatever it is like for example some of my old faves are the waitress christmas wrapping i love that song and bets what are you doing new year's eve and george michael yes i know last christmas i know i know i know thank you very nice You gave it away. away. And I can't help it. I love it. And then the third category of music that I want to tell you about, you have to wait until I do my spark. Because I will tell you out there afterwards. So that's what I wanted to say about as we move into food. Do you want to go first? I was just giggling to myself because my spark today is also music. (laughs) (gasps) I love it. It, Tis the season, everyone. Tis the season. Tis the season. So. Okay, I can't find that comment, but I will look for it later. Because I have a casual little platonic crush on Siren oh, totally. 29. So. <laughs> if she were not so young, I would too. Any <laughs> Anybody anybody below 
like 50 for me is like yeah i was literally just talking to somebody about how i'm like if you're younger than 30 i just don't think i can hang actually (laughs) i just don't think my first recipe is a winter persimmon and pomegranate (gasps) salad now this is from food 52 i like them i do too yeah. It is a winter salad that's got lime juice, ginger, honey, olive oil, salt, pepper, helium cheese, fuyu persimmons. Persimmons are mm. so good and people are sleeping on them. They are so good. You got to try them. They're so good. You can just roast them in the oven or in your air fryer and then cover them with honey and salt. Oh my gosh. Uh, pomegranate seeds, baby arugula pistachios, which are pistachios, but I don't like to say pistachios, so I say pistachio. <laughs> I mint, know that. <laughs> mint and parsley. There are two food words that I do not say correctly so often that I just don't anymore, and that is peebna bubber and pistachios. <laughs> I love it. It's something about the pea. Something about it. I love that. Uh, the P, the P, the letter P. I will share a funny picture with all of you about why I say peepnut bubber. Let's just say my friend Cody ruined the rest of my life with that. And now it's all I hear when I hear peanut butter. Cody. I love you. What were you thinking? I love you. <laughs> but this this salad is bright. It's like fresh with the citrus and rich and mm. earthy with the persimmons. And the cheese is like creamy and salty. So it's got pomegranates in it. We know that these are a chthonic food, right? An underworldy type food. Uh, they are often used in spell work as a substitute for blood. They're for wish magic, for wisdom, for protection, and any kind of underworld or maybe shadow work that you might be doing. The where am I? The persimmons. I think, are really fun for Yule because they're like a sexy food. They're for um, sex magic, for happiness, but they also are really important for change. And like Detta was talking about, like change, man. Whether it's incremental or it feels really humongous, it's it's this it's happening right now, this time of year. Yeah. Uh, We've got honey for happiness and prosperity and sweetness and attraction. It's sticky, right? We attract things with honey. We've got mint for purification and power and beginnings. And what better time of year for beginnings? And then pistachios for grounding and also for divination. Like those are a really cool thing to use in food when you're trying to like build up your like psychic clarity and your forward mm. your foresight your divination skills uh it looks so good and i've had something very similar to it before which is how i know it's going to be tasty uh i will have the links to these sent to data so they can go in our show notes so you can maybe try making them for yourself this winter time season but that's my first recipe awesome i'm gonna I'm going to back up to beverages. Oh, good. Yeah. I don't have any. I realized that as I was getting ready today. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. No, please don't be. I, well, good, because I think I brought two or three. Excellent. (laughs) First of all, I, if you read, if, if you read the newsletter, which by the way, 
I think I really need to record that because I tried to reread it and I have to figure out my own scansion. And if you're reading it, you're probably going, Detta? What the hell? This makes no, this is not a poem. This does not sound like the night before Christmas. And I promise you it does. So I'm <laughs> going to record it maybe and put it out there. But I talked about burdock. If you have certain conditions, please check with your doctor and make sure it is okay for you to have burdock. But I love it and I keep it around. The burdock root, you can go read about all the magical aspects of it in the newsletter. And I'm going to post that also on Patreon. And when I say Patreon, I don't know if you all know this. There's a free part of Patreon on our page. And I'm going to post a couple of things there over the next couple of days. It is Monday the 19th of December, 2022, when we are recording. And hopefully by the 23rd, I'll have a couple things up for everybody. It's really good for the digestion. And then my other drink, I have two for you, is pomegranate juice and tart cherry. For all the reasons that Corey just said about pomegranate, that underworld Persephone, Demeter, Hecate, with mulled wine spices. So the good old, you know, you know them. Yeah. And you I'm doing them, that. You love yeah. them. Ladies and gentlemen, and everything <laughs> in between. The mold spices. Yay! Clove, nutmeg, all those great things. And I will list those. Cardamom. I put cardamom in mine. I don't know if everybody does or not. And then the other thing that I want to really encourage you to do is on solstice, grab a gallon jug of and, and fill it with water, drinkable water. So make sure the jug is clean. Make sure the water is drinkable. And don't put anything else in it. I'll talk about that in just a moment. Take five minutes during the day and just put your hands around the gallon jug or the two gallons or the three gallons, however much you want to make. And just visualize all that sparkly, almost like gold fireflies coming from the universe through your hands into the water. And it's just filling it with all that light and that sun energy and that the, the fact that the light's coming back. And you're just infusing the water with that energy. Then that night at some point, do the same thing, but with moonlight and darkness and all the shadow work you've done because shadow work is not bad, it's good. And then they can mingle together in that water. And then every morning I get up along with my burdock tea and I pour from that jug, I drink and I think about my intention of cleansing, getting rid of negative energy that may have come from family, uh, cleaning out the physical toxins as well if I like had a drink or whatever like that. And if you want, you can add things to your glass when you pour it, but don't add it to your jug just for preservation's sake. Those are my drink things, y'all. I love that. I love cool. I love something that you can like nurture mm -hmm. and continue to use. That's beautiful. I like it too. It it really helps. And sometimes you can do it at night if you want to. Love but that. I tried I try to do it until after the first of the year just because of all the family holiday stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. I yeah. forgot that I yes. wanted to mention why I'm so excited about this Christmas dinner. Oh, please. For the Sunday. I'm having a solstice celebration on the 21st and 22nd with some friends at a house where we're like getting together and doing thing and there's a hot tub and there will be good food and like just chilling out and being just 
being, which is like very exciting to me. But I'm making breakfast for that and like doing pancakes and potatoes and all that good stuff. But I am also tired. Yeah. Like I'm tired. I made 110 tamales. I made almost 500 cookies this year. And they were delicious. Thank Thank you. you. Uh, And so for Christmas dinner this year, we're doing, I'm making an apple pie. We're doing the deviled eggs and like the snackies. But we are doing pre-made mac and cheese. We are doing pre-made mashed potatoes. We are doing Brussels sprouts, which are the easiest vegetable to cook. I love Brussels sprouts. And we are doing a crock pot, set it and forget it, little chicken instead of a turkey. And we are just like vibing and we are not working very hard. And I'll add spices to things that like came pre-made because they're going to be bland and I'll fix them. But Mm -hmm. I'm not having to make anything really from scratch, Mm. which on the one hand, I'm like, Corey, that's not very kitchen witch of you. (laughs) But on the other hand, it's like sometimes, though, if it becomes like work too much, you're not going to enjoy it. And so I get to just enjoy my time with my family and not have to try very hard about it. Yeah. And I was going to say that is very kitchen witchery and just witchery over all of you because you're taking care of yourself. Thank you. And your energy. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the example. (laughs) (laughs) The next recipe I have brought is a recipe I found on Epicurious that I think looks really delicious. I would alter a bit, and actually I would encourage you to read the couple of reviews that are on it. It's got like a really bad star rating, but I think that's just because people who didn't like it are the ones that left reviews because the notes they left in their reviews were very helpful. They were like, I would add this or do this or whatever because it was kind of planned. And that is where I really am proud of myself as a kitchen witch for like measuring with my heart. But if you don't feel comfortable doing that, I recommend reading the reviews and being like, oh, okay, I'll take that note into account so that it doesn't come out bland. I'll like measure with my heart. (laughs) Uh, But it is a pomegranate and fennel chicken. Now, you could make this with a non-meat option. You could make this same flavors on a big head of cauliflower you could make these same flavors on uh what's that seitan you could make these same flavors on beyond meat you could make these same flavors on a non-meat option and it would still be delicious some of the ingredients included in this are chicken or your non-meat option salt as with everything and black pepper Olive oil, onion, garlic, bay leaf, again, pomegranates, dry sherry, brown sugar, thyme, fennel, walnuts, and any kind of like salad greens you want. Let me get my list out. Hold on. Pomegranate, we've talked about. But the thyme, the spices, thyme for courage and strength and healing, which I don't know about all of you, but right now I am like needing that extra support, that extra strength, uh, because I'm doing a lot of healing work and it feels really great, but also like it's scary and it's hard because sometimes we get comfortable in the things that are hurting us because they're familiar. And so healing from them is hard. (laughs) So this is going to be a good dish for that. 
um, we've got fennel for f- fertility, longevity. Again, more divination, more looking forward. We've got walnuts. I love using nuts and stuff. I know a lot of people are Me allergic. Too. You could skip it if you wanted to and use yeah. sunflower seeds instead. Um, for abundance and luck, and for added clarity, and then garlic, which we love, right? For protection, banishment, passion, and if maybe you're looking to get a little spicy this holiday season for lust, uh, which is always fun. I love garlic. Garlic gets the blood I going. <laughs> I do too. But it's a really delicious sort of roasted, glazed situation that I think you could actually even make some of the things in this and like toss a crispy tofu in it and it would be really Ah, delicious i was picturing a a crispy tofu like a crispy tofu like soaked in a really yummy veggie broth and then tossed in this in this uh sort of sticky pomegranate molasses glaze and it would be really delicious veggie friendly like like a reduction there's no honey in it so i think it could be vegan friendly as well so you know Know that just because a recipe has meat in it doesn't mean it has to yeah. have meat in it. Oh, I've adapted so many. Yeah. I agave. Yeah. Lived with a vegetarian for 10 years. I was adapting stuff all the time. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's my awesome. main course. Well, awesome. I, I, I'm I, just going backwards. This is appetizer snack before you eat her main course. Snackatizer. <laughs> Snackatizer. I, she made that up. I love it. <laughs> this is uh, – we have dinner really late in the day, and so, and I want to be magical. I make this mushroom, garlic, shallot, green bean, walnut dish that I just absolutely love. And, and that I, the recipe, again, will be on Patreon. And I'm going to talk about the, uh, oh, and if you aren't vegan and you want to, you can add cottage cheese, which is what I like, or ricotta, which is what the original recipe was. By the way, this was from a healing foods cookbook from, oh, wow, 1990 (laughs) something. Yeah, I've had it for a very long time. And it really does have a lot of really good recipes. And when you start to look at the recipes, you start to see the magic, which I'm going to share with you right now mushrooms it's a connection to the earth and if you want it to be it can also be a connection to fairies make sure that if you're connecting with the fairies (laughs) that you are leaving them an offering and actually this particular a little bit of this dish outside for one thing it doesn't hurt the animals and it's a really nice offering yeah i love green beans i do too green beans uh, mercury rules green beans so hey We right now, as of this recording, are in the shadow of the Mercury retrograde and we're going to be in it for a long time. So if you want to consider adding green beans into your meal and your diet over the next couple of weeks, it brings power, success, creative ventures. It's really good for prosperity spells and prosperity and healing are really huge this time of year. And something else is too, but I'm not quite there yet. I don't remember where I bring it up. Keep us in suspense. I, I know, I know I am. It's also green beans are um, our crossroads association. When I go to crossroads, I then go, of course, to Hakate, who has always been my crossroads person. Her and in the fiction world, you know, Crawley <laughs> from Supernatural. The um, episode where Snooki was the crossroads demon tickled my heart so much. Oh, I know. 
I right? lost my freaking oh mind God. laughing. I didn't know who she was until that moment, and then I looked her up. Yeah. It's so much fun. So much fun. And if you don't know what we're talking about, go Supernatural. What season is that? It's oh, later. I don't know. There's 15 I think it's later. Anyway. You can look her up on IMDb and find out what episode it is. It's a fun episode. Okay, so that is uh, green beans, garlic, which you already said. Also really good for removing hexes, uh, negative energy, and not to mention all the health benefits that Corey kind of already mentioned. And it's really good and associated with healing. Walnuts for healing. Notice this theme of healing, especially right now. I think a lot of people really need this. Also, walnuts are associated with Thor and the sun. I love that juxtaposition of the lightning thunder and the sunshine. I just, it's duality, as we mm, talked about. We love a little duality. Week. Yeah. Different than binary. Different than binary. <laughs> yes. And uh, if you have them in the shell, if you have to crack them yourself, or even if you don't, if you can get a couple that you can crack in a shell, you can do some extra magic outside of your kitchen witchery, which is um, you can write an intention on the shell itself, or you can write it on paper or paper money, not necessarily real money. I like to use the uh, Chinese dollars that you can get at like display in costume or uh, Chinese grocery stores for Chinese New Year. And I don't know why I started doing this. I've done this, I don't know why, a long time ago. I started doing this and I bury it. Sometimes I put other little things in it that represent my intention and I tie it with hemp or cotton string. And yes, I do a little bit of knot magic there. I know you? some people, I know me, I know some people use wax and I guess, I guess if it's beeswax, it, that would be good. But since I'm burying mine, I, I definitely want it to be earth friendly. And then on Chinese New Year, and this is what I don't know where this came from, but I do it every single year. That's when I go check on it. And I either dig it up and dispose of it or I leave it there. But the intention is, is that you're putting this seed into the ground without its meat, but you're you're putting your intentions and that is the meat. And no, it's not going to grow. It is going to grow. That'd be metaphorically. wild. Can you imagine? I know, right? All of a sudden you've got a walnut tree, but no, <laughs> that's not going to happen. And you can also put oils on it, stuff like that. But again, if you're burying it, make sure that it's olive oil that's infused with something that's okay to be in the ground and it's not going to hurt it. And sometimes, sometimes I add two other things, which is rosemary, just a little bit of that on top of it for remembrance, for ancestors, uh, for brain activity. If I don't use the cottage cheese, I like to chop up zucchini really, really small. Use it because it's got water and it'll keep that kind of, it'll keep the dish from getting too dry. It's really magical because squash is traditionally, um, wait for it, healing. Starting to feel like a broken record again right now. And if you remember the rant at the beginning, we need that so often right now. And Or if you listen to it. If you didn't, you know, I, I, people need to heal right now. And if you want a winter squash that's like a gourd, there is so much magic around gourds and so little time. So I will pass it back to Corey. I can't wait to give you your tamale delivery. <gasps> Because the vegetarian option is full of calabacitas, which is uh, squash. It's oh, yellow squash, zucchini, green chilies, numbers. onions, and corn. And I put a little cotija cheese in there because I didn't know you were going vegan. So no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not strict yet. And okay. cotija cheese is like my favorite cheese, it's and so I will probably salty and good. Oh, yes. Mm. 
Yes. So. And I will always have it on corn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. All right. Um, and back, okay. back back to you, Corey. I, have- I kind of feel like we're doing sweaty balls. <laughs> we do this. You- <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to NPR. This is sweaty <laughs> balls. I have two more. I have two more recipes. I just read a word and it doesn't look like it's attached to anything. And I'm wondering, <laughs> Corey, why did you? Why did? Why did you? Why do? I've figured it out. <laughs> Uh, so this recipe is a German deliciousness. It mm. is called Stollen. It is a bread. It's a delicious bread covered in powdered sugar and full of spices and full of marzipan and fruit. And it's so, 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 so good. And so what is in it? is uh this is a recipe by the way from daringgourmet.com again there will be a recipe for you a link for the recipe but the ingredients are milk sugar flour eggs butter vanilla lemon salt and then all your good spices your cardamom your mace your cinnamon Mm. your homemade marzipan or store-bought but that's almond paste if you don't know what marzipan is i thought i hated it he loves it and then I yeah. found out that it's supposed to be cooked. Like you're supposed to toast oh. it in the oven and that's that's like the way it is used. My mom loves it by itself. She used to get her yep. her farm more. Her grandma was from Norway and would get those little pigs that were oh, made out yeah, of marzipan. Oh, yeah, the marzipan pigs. So that's the first time I had marzipan was with Tammy. She loves it and she loves yeah. it raw. I can't do it raw, but once it's toasted, hot mm. chimachi. I've never tried it toasted. Now I will because I don't. Yeah. I think I also I do have another recipe. I do have another drink. I have a drink that I forgot okay. about. <gasps> Looky there. I will hustle buns just a little bit because I'm gonna do my two dessert recipes and then after Detta does her next recipe, I will finish up with my drink. Uh there are fruits and nuts in this. There's raisins, candied lemon peel, candied orange peel, uh, there's slivered almonds, again, more almonds, there's a little bit of dark rum, there's butter and powdered sugar. So As far as these delicious ingredients go, we got lemon for unity, clarity, rebirth, love. Rebirth is very good, very cool. Having this at a feast where there's also pomegranates happening, that chthonic, that death, that rebirth, that cycle of life, we love it. Uh, Cardamom, which Detta already mentioned, but in this particular use is for fertility attraction. We've got orange for beauty and money and luck and health, health, health again. We've got almonds for beauty and luck, vitality and fertility. Uh, We've got raisins for money. We've got um, rum for connection, for strength, for love. Rum is a fortifying spirit. Let me tell you what. (laughs) I have definitely thought to myself, yeah, you could probably do that. Well, I had rum in my system. I'll tell you that much. Usually regurts. Usually a lot of regurts after that. <laughs> uh, and then there's butter for smooth transitions, for increased spiritual connection, for fertility, for for sort of like a sweetness and a softness. I love butter. Butter, butter is so good. Somebody recently told me about how language. I can't remember which language, but like the most important words were very very short. Because they were used a lot. That makes sense. And butter was like two letters, one little syllable. I can't remember what it was, but I thought that was fascinating. 
I was like, wow, butter is so important. <laughs> but the Christmas stolen is, uh, it's just this beautiful bread that is is sweet and crunchy. And I love a little crunch in my food. So it's like perfect for me. It's just rich and delicious. And it's really good for with coffee or tea after a meal. Speaking of with coffee or tea yes. after a meal is the bizcochito, which oh. is the New Mexican cookie. It is the New Mexican Christmas cookie. It's the state cookie of New Mexico. Now, I want to be very forthright. I want to be very honest. I am not sending you my recipe. <laughs> I am sending you a recipe that I found from the New Mexico website. It's a perfectly serviceable recipe. I love that. It's it's serviceable. My abuela learned it from Mama Levy. I learned it from my abuela. I have she adapted it a little bit. I have adapted it a little bit. I'm not giving it to you. That's so cool. And Dad has eaten them already this year, so she knows oh how good they were this year. They're so good. <laughs> they are a cinnamon sugar cookie made with anise and with uh, brandy. They are traditionally made with lard. I made mine with Crisco because I have some friends who got cookies this year that are vegetarian. I didn't want to put anything not vegetarian in there. Crisco, perfectly good substitute. They are perfect. They are not too sweet. They're kind of weird, but they're very Moorish. Like you want to eat more. Like once you take a bite, you want to mm. take more bites. I love that. They're Moorish. I learned that from a YouTube channel I watched that they say it in Ireland a lot. Like Moorish just means you want more. I'm like, that's the perfect word. <laughs> but they've got cinnamon sugar. We've talked about those spices already, but we have not talked about anise. And anise is for luck, which is like great and prosperous and auspicious to have in your food. But it's also for psychic awareness, which I think per like pairs really beautifully with all the divination and all the shadow work and all the chthonic work that we're doing around life and death and deity at this time. And with healing. And being aware right now, I think, is a really important thing. And this is for that. This is to help with that. It's also just so tasty. Like, it's, I don't like licorice very much, but in this cookie, ooh, and in tea, oh, I love a licorice tea. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's just so good. And if you can make them, I would really recommend it. I pronounce it anise. I think it is indeed pronounced both ways. I don't. But yeah, if I don't know. not, then Corey's I probably I don't right. know. I just heard star anise one time on a cooking show, so that's how I say it. <laughs> I believe you. That's why, like I said, I looked it up once a long, long time ago, but that means nothing if I didn't look it up two seconds ago. I like it because of the shape and it's has so pretty. eight. It's sometimes it has eight little spirals. Sometimes it looks just like a five-pointed star. Yeah. I was over at my friend's house this weekend, and her person made a simple syrup with star anise and orange peel oh and cinnamon. And we oh made- Oh, my gosh. We made the most- She never misses when she makes a cocktail. She's always just making it up, and she never misses. It's always so good. But it was the tastiest, most, like, wintertime drink in the world. And it was cold, but it was perfect. And it was, like, there was orange, and there was pomegranate, and there was, like, sparklies, and it was just so perfect. And how much magic is in that? Oh, my gosh. 
And all the elements are just like right there with the sun of the orange and the... And the sweetness. Yeah. And the death and, you know, which we go through all the time. Wow. That's great. Okay. I'm going to go very quickly through my main dishes because Corey already kind of kind of covered it and my main dish is are really just side dishes <laughs> i i have potatoes and i have tammy's infamous stuffing Ooh, which is so freaking good and save me a, save me a bit i i will and we're using sage from our garden this year we're really excited about it and that's the main magic component forward is the sage which um is for longevity and we're talking common kitchen sage or tricolored sage or all the sage that we have longevity it alleviates pain uh it alleviates the pain of loss so if you've lost somebody this year that you're missing yeah then it's a it's a good one to have on board it doesn't it supports that journey and um so if you're missing loved ones sage common kitchen sage is a really good one to have around i'll move really quickly to my dessert and then hand it back to you for your drink. My dessert, it started, oh gosh, 2017, this particular one. It became a new tradition and I moved a little bit away from pumpkin pie, which is awesome and so magical. Pumpkin around this time of year, so magical. It's so magical. The spices. Yes. Crumbly, delicious, buttery crust. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I had always made a Yule log from our previous tree. It was always something that I made and you burned. Boucher de Noël, I learned about on the Great British Bake Off, like back in 2017. And I looked at that. It's a Yule log. Well, really what it is, it's a Swiss roll or a ho-ho that's really giant. It's just so good. It's sponge cake and you put cream on it and then you put raspberry in it and you, um, it's on chocolate and you roll it up and then you frost it with chocolate and you put the little lines in it so it looks like a log and you put little things on top of it like pomegranate and little things that look like you know holly because you can't really eat holly but you can make stuff that looks like holly with marzipan or other things like that and you're laughing really hard i'm laughing because like i know that a ho-ho is a swiss roll Mm -hmm. but the fact that you just called a swiss roll cake (laughs) a giant ho-ho is very funny to me didn't even catch that no judgment at all no judgment at all you're not wrong (laughs) you're not wrong oh my god that's just so funny yeah that's what it reminds me of it is that is what it is i know just bigger that's so funny and i love it and it's i would say it's easy to make it's it is simple but it is not easy it's it's really fun and it takes about four hours. You can make it the day before. And what I love about it is that while you're making it, you can put all these wishes, just like Burdock, and intention setting, and you're rolling those intentions inside of that food and you're keeping it close and you're bringing it to you as you're rolling it and then it's inside and then you're eating it. And so like you're putting your intentions into your like, work and your reality and your soul and your food and your body and your spirit and all that good kind of stuff and I just I love just doing that with every single ingredient that goes in and then making the frosting and putting on and I will send you two recipes I'm going to send you the one the very first one that I did which is from Sophie Faldo Ress from the great British Bake Off 
and it worked really well. And so I kept with it. However, I'm going gluten-free, not by my own choice. I also found, but I haven't made it yet, y'all. I found one at Christina Scucina, who I really like her other stuff. I found a Yule Log made easy and delicious um, that is gluten-free. So if you want to give that a try, you can. I would recommend you do the cake and like do the rolling of the cake one day and then put it in the fridge oh, that's overnight a good idea. and then the next day frost it. You'll have less chance of like it kind of crumbling oh, up my on gosh. you. It can really crumble on you. Yeah. That's a great idea. I've never tried that before. Yeah. That's it for me, except for I do, then I do tea, peppermint tea afterwards, just simple, plain peppermint tea at the end of the night. How about I you? I love a peppermint tea. I know. it's crazy. My Aunt Linda drinks peppermint tea, and she drinks it like it hot like the surface of the sun. And I always oh was gosh. like, how do you do this? She still does, I bet. Mm-mm. Anyway, she's amazing. My final thing, and I don't have a recipe for it because I don't know why, but I have the ingredients for it. I don't know why I don't have the recipe, and I'm sorry. But you can find it anywhere. You can find a recipe for this anywhere. And it is eggnog. <gasps> Let's talk about it. <laughs> I, I hated eggnog. Did you? I hated it. I hated it so much. Here is why. Okay. It is a drink that is meant to be drunk hot. <gasps> no. Yes. No. In America, we Sacrilege. drink it cold. Sacrilege. Because we're freaks. You're supposed to drink it hot. No. Yes. This little farm I mean, girl. you can you can love it cold and I love that for you. Uh-huh. Go but. with go with God's. But like <laughs> I I hated it for so long. Yeah. Even cut with milk, I was like, Wah. I'm drinking custard. I hate this. And then I worked at a coffee shop where we made an eggnog latte with actual really good locally made eggnog. Mm-hmm. And I just one time was like, I'm just gonna drink the eggnog steamed and see how that is. And I was like, no one told me. It could be good like this. I tried it hot and I was like, holy shit, this is how it's actually supposed to be. And I looked it up and it was like, all I found was a bunch of jokes about America and how we're weirdos for drinking it cold. It's, in my opinion, if you don't like eggnog, try it hot if you haven't, because maybe that is what is missing for you. But the egg is for fertility, protection, healing, (laughs) hex breaking, uh, cinnamon for strength and power and luck and love. Nutmeg for justice, for banishing, for astral work, for money spells. Mm. Um, whiskey to promote change. This is optional. Whiskey's optional. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do it. Uh, to honor the deceased, to attract blessings. Um, milk and cream, which are great offerings, especially for, you know, Fae creatures, if that's your thing that you do, but like just offerings in general uh, for peace, for ease, and then sugar for romance, attraction, love, and sweetness. Alternatively, another drink you could do is hot buttered rum, mm-hmm. which has got all of the ingredients we've already talked about and is delicious. It's pretty much the only way I'll drink rum, honestly, anymore because rum makes me fighty, also kind of pukey. <laughs> So I don't do rum a lot. I actually don't drink a lot anymore, but um, not that I ever really did. Anyway, tangent, but like hot butter rum is delicious. And when I was little, my mom used to make it for me just without the rum. Mm. So it was just hot buttered. (laughs) I like that. 
That and it was delicious. Really <laughs> My first experience with eggnog is one of the clearest childhood memories I still have. Yeah. And I, I, I just remember mom made it with milk from our cow that we hand milked and she took off some of the cream which was a really special treat for us and so she did the eggs she did the nutmeg she did all of that and she did a little bit of the cream so it was a teeny bit thick but not really really thick wow Corey, now i'm starting to wonder i'm pretty sure it was cold but it might have just been warm out of the cow as a matter of fact because uh, we did that a lot. Yeah, before pasteurizing. Because we well, milked you, our cow. <laughs> to make eggnog, you have to cook it. Okay. So she must... I don't know if she did that or not. I don't know. I would you ask have her. have to, for, but... Like, I will ask you her. you make it into a custard, yeah, you should ask her. I, Find out. Yeah. I will. I don't know if she'll remember, but I'll, I'll ask. But I remember that, and I remember it not being... I remember the first time I had commercial. It's not the same. It's not the same, but it was also, though, a lot thicker, which I really like. There are a lot of, if you can find um, at at many grocery stores, mm-hmm. there are, they supply local creameries. If you can get a local creameries eggnog, like we have the Tilbrook or whatever it's called, and oh my goodness, heat that up and throw a little caramel sauce and a little bit of mm. whiskey in there. Ah, numbers. Shimachi. Number numbers. Oh, and you just need a little. A little goes a long way because it's yeah. a. It's you're drinking custard, <laughs> or if you're Detta, you want a lot because I could drink custard. God, I can't. Oh, God. I get so sick, but I. It's Oof. so. It's so worth it to have like just a small glass of mm-hmm. it. So good. So good. So good. Anyway, that's all my recipes. Let's let's head out and throw up some sparks. I would love to set up some sparks. I would love that. All right, here we are throwing up some sparks. <laughs> I think you should go first I will because go first. you left us in suspense. I did. Okay, my third category is newish, Christmassy, pagany, solstice secular music. And I will start with Leslie Odom Jr., who I would um I would switch teams for. He is <laughs> so beautiful. And specifically both of his versions of Winter Song. This is my winter song. Not the same as Sarah McLaughlin's Winter Song. And the one with Cynthia E. Mm, I even practice this. I've heard it five million times. Cynthia Ivero. Cynthia Ivero. You know her, and she's about to be Elphaba in Wicked. She's just gorgeous voice. And both of those songs are so good. And I also like his version of Last Christmas, but George Michael has my heart and always will. Do yourself a favor and just download that or (laughs) go to the playlist that I'm going to provide for you that I've already started building because there are some more songs that you need on there. And they are, oh, my old faves, I think I mentioned, The Waitresses, uh, Bette Midler's What Do You Do on New Year's Eve, and my new favorites, from Spirited and Guardian of the Galaxy, which is that Christmas morning feeling, this is Spirited, Do a Little Good, which, oh my God, what a feel-good, fabulous song. Um, Not so great for Christmas, but absolutely freaking gorgeous. Octavia Butler's song, which is The View From Here. One thing, it's clever, way to be Pasek and Paul, and it's beautiful, and she sings it well, and oh my God, it's gorgeous, and it's kind of heartbreaking. And then... From Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't know what Christmas is, but Christmas time is here. 
it is so freaking funny, but it's uh, not necessarily something you play around, you know, kids. <laughs> and, I was like, she's either going to say kids or the elderly. I'm not yeah, sure which one. Yeah. You said kids, so and, I got you. I got you. And then, oh my gosh, did I not put it in here? And I didn't write it down, but Kevin Bacon's song at the end of the movie, which will be on the playlist, which is just so awesome. It's uh, it's cl- it's classic and yet brand new. Th- that's my spark. How about you? I love that. I will probably on the tile put Leslie Odom and then direct them to the show notes to go to your playlist. Yes, because there's so many. Well, no. okay, you have to put you have to put the just put the just put the soundtracks. You don't have to put okay. all the songs. Okay. Yeah. You'll send those to me. So I get I will send them to you. Okay, good. (laughs) My spark today is also music. I was with my friend this weekend and I, well, first of all, Christmas isn't Christmas to me without Dolly Parton and Kenny Loggins. (gasps) Not Kenny Loggins, Kenny Rogers. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll be home with bells on. Mm. Christmas without you. The only like majorly religious song that I enjoy, which is Mary Did You Know, a la Dolly Parton. Her new record is so fun. Her oh new Christmas album. But my spark is you've heard me talk about Hades Town a hundred thousand times, and I could for a hundred thousand more minutes. My friend got me a book that is the lyrics of Hades Town. <gasps> And it's, I'm only like a chapter in and it's already spectacular. But she also introduced me to the Christmas album that the cast made. Oh, no way. And it's called If the Fates Allow. Because the fates, right? Right. And that lyric in the... And it's... The fates uh, allow. Yeah. It's from um, Have Yourself a Merry Little Mm -hmm. Christmas. And the... (laughs) The version of Winter Song... Mm. On it is Reeve Carney and, um, oh, crud. I forgot her name, but she played Eurydice. So it's Orpheus and Eurydice. Singing Winter Song. Perfect. And just perfect. It felt like someone had compressed my heart and my lungs, and like I couldn't take a full breath. It was Mm. so beautiful. There's also an excellent song called Come Healing. Mm. And it's got uh patrick who played hades with deep bass right singing with the fates and it's it's almost like a primal kind of song it's very good uh there's something about a bass voice that Mm -hmm. that like gets you in a primal place because it's like is the earth rumbling is the sky rumbling like is it drums like what is Mm -hmm. it it's that same sort of feeling in your body that your like lizard brain is like ah What's that? <laughs> um, but this album, there's some silly songs. There's some beautiful covers of original, like classic Christmas songs. There's some new songs. It's so beautiful that I immediately added it to my Christmas uh, playlist, which is called Christmas. And it's just all my favorite songs. That is awesome. Please look it up. Some of my favorite sad songs for Christmas are River by so many people and also talking about a hard candy christmas that's dolly i know it is oh i know i know you know it probably Uh, anyway not everybody might know maybe but i definitely my mom and i were talking about songs we never want to hear at christmas ever again because they're too sad uh and we got into a big discussion about christmas shoes 
Oh, no. No, no, and, no, no, no. And no. Christmas Carol. No. Which are both country songs. Nope. Which are the saddest nope. songs ever written. I, when I listened to country a lot, would turn off that shoe song. Like, oh, my God. Awful. Songs songs I never need to hear again no. are Christmas Carol, Christmas Shoes, and Don't Take the Girl, which is not a Christmas song, but is unnecessarily sad. Mm. Stop it. <laughs> Because we want to be happy right now or give ourselves a chance to be happy right now and celebrate. And we hope that you do. And we hope that this food warms your heart and your magical spirit. And happy Yule, Solstice, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah is happening right now. Just Are everything. we on day two right now, I think? I think so. Hanukkah? Yeah. yeah. We're having latkes tonight. <laughs> oh, I'm jealous. I know, I'm so happy. I made them two years ago, mm. and I know I can do better. They're so they're so good. Sour cream, applesauce. Ugh. So good, so good. Well, everybody, until next time, be well, act with intention, and don't forget, you are magic. You are magic. Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you are so inclined, follow us on our socials, which is Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Bonfire Babble Podcast. You can also follow us or join us on Patreon at Bonfire Babble Witches on Patreon and our website at bonfirebabble.com. You can also join our community on Discord by clicking the link in our link tree. If you're into snail mail, you can send us that at P.O. Box 16341, Seattle, Washington, 98116. And if you want to do that electronic thing, we're at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. Please also, if you have a moment, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It helps us out. It also helps other people find us. Yeah, and if you do it on Apple where you can actually write something, we will shout you out your name. Thank you again for listening. Bonfire Babble Podcast recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. We honor their past and present stewardship of the beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. To learn more about the tribe, go to realrentduwamish.org.